What I wanna tell you is that your gifts and talents are not a reflection of your value. And as easy as it is to do to correlate these two things, we really have to be intentional to separate them because otherwise it leaves us really discouraged and feeling like, why am I deficient in what I have to give? Because things aren't unfolding. I don't have that breakthrough. I'm depressed. There's all of these things. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. Between my audio file last week getting deleted because my cat stepped on the power button to my computer and shut it off and I must not have saved even though I swear up and down I saved it, and between kids being home for summer and the dog randomly barking here and there, I am trying to re-record this episode and it's, I don't know, I think I'm going to be utterly real because it's just been one of those last few days and weeks where life has been a bit frustrating. But what I recorded last week, which I'll talk about again now, is that we really have to separate our talents and our gifts and our abilities from our value. Because when we are living in that day-to-day of going after dreams and goals and finding that things just aren't unfolding in the way that we want them to, we can often attribute the lack and the unmet expectations being attributed to our value. So for instance, if we feel like we don't have enough talent or gifts or ability to walk something out, then we suddenly feel like we must not be valuable. We must not be valuable humans if the goals that we are going after aren't working because we're not enough in some way. And The other reason why we need to separate our gifts and talents from our value is because often we compare ourselves to other people and feel like somebody else gifts and and talents somehow weigh more on the weighted scale of life than our own. Like we look at other people who are gifted in the arts or they're gifted in the mathematics and science or they're gifted athletically in some way, whatever. And we take those gifts and abilities and we put them on a scale and we place our gifts and abilities on the other side of the scale. Guess what side of the scale tends to weigh more? It's often not our own. So if we say that our gifts and abilities are a part of our value, then when they aren't enough, we feel like we aren't enough. And I know there's lots of conversation around, well, of course we're not enough, that's why we need Jesus. But that's not really the angle that I'm talking about from this episode. It's more of understanding that When life unfolds different than you want it to, when you've given it your all, when you've laid it all on the table, when you are day in and day out trying to work towards something and it's just not happening in your timeline, or maybe it's just not even happening at all, no matter what you try, no matter what you do, things just don't look like you thought that they would look. In the end, that doesn't peel back to a core of you not being enough. It's just a reflection of oftentimes we have a lot of unmet expectations in life. And so much of life is learning to 
navigate those expectations and learning to have peace and contentment in the process and finding joy and choosing to see the beauty where you're planted and all of these things. But it's easy to get lost in all of that if you feel like your gifts and talents are somehow a reflection of where you find yourself today. And I'm not saying that this message is for somebody who's not pressing in and they're just choosing to remain stagnant in life and they have no desire for personal development. That's likely not who my audience is at all. So I shouldn't have to bring that precursor, but I'm just saying, yes, there's people that are not in any way trying at life. And that's not who I'm speaking to right now. I'm speaking to the ambitious woman of faith who is likely day in and day out pushing in some way to achieve a goal or a dream or an ambition. And you may find that your life just doesn't look like you thought that it would. You're further behind than you think that you should be. You've been pouring a lot of time and effort into something and feeling like you just don't see the results from that, at least not in the way that you would have hoped for the amount of effort and, and toiling that you've been pressing into. What I want to tell you is that your gifts and talents are not a reflection of your value. And as easy as it is to do to correlate these two things, we really have to be intentional to separate them because otherwise it leaves us really discouraged and feeling like, why am I deficient in what I have to give? Because things aren't unfolding. I don't have that breakthrough. I'm depressed. There's all these, all of these things and you can work to hone your gifts and talents. And yes, but is that going to be enough for you to see the breakthrough that you long to see? Unfortunately, we can't always control that outcome. We can't always control that timeline. We don't always know how it's going to look or if it's going to work out the way that we hope that it will. And so through that process of almost in a way, surrendering, learning to be content, no matter the circumstances, another piece of this is a separation of your gifts and talents from your value. You are valued, loved, cherished, important, all of those things, regardless of whatever talents you bring to the table of life. Think about how you feel for your own children. Whatever their gifts and talents are, whatever they bring to the table, you intrinsically love them for who they are because they have value for who they are at the core level. And I truly believe that's how God looks at us, only so much better and greater because he's God. But he doesn't look at us and say, okay, your value is in what you bring. Your value is in who you are. You're made in his image, you're a child of God. And we may know that on some level, but when we are in the day-to-day -day of the struggle in life, of trying to accomplish the things that we want to achieve, and we're not getting there. It's easy to conflate the fact that we feel like we're not enough because we must not be talented enough, resourced enough, intelligent enough. We must not be connected enough. There must be some sort of deficiency. All of these lies that can easily get in our minds and distract us from the truth. And it takes true intentionality in your mindset to not go there. Or if you find yourself going there to put a hard stop and not let yourself stay on that path of that thought pattern that will just grow and build until you've worked yourself up into stress and depression and frustration. And then you need to go to the feet of Jesus and lay it down. And it really can become a repetitive cycle. I would know because I've lived it time and time again, more times than I care to admit. Even this past week for me, there's been some real weariness around there being a lack of clarity over just being frustrated that the opportunities that I have don't feel aligned with where my real passion lies and honestly even struggling for passion for what I want to do. I'm sure if you've experienced depression before, you know what it feels like 
to just like lose your passion for the things you normally were passionate about or just not even know what excites you anymore. I've sort of off and on experienced some lack of clarity in that regard, lack of clarity around passion and purpose. And I've felt some weariness over that. So I know it's a real battle and a real struggle that we can face. But I have to remind myself time and time again that regardless of what I may be feeling, what I may be thinking, I have to choose truth even when lies are really loud. I have to choose truth and you have to choose truth when the lies are like going in a bullhorn at your ear, which really is so frustrating when that's what happens. It's really so frustrating when that's what you feel. And with truth as compared to lies, I think sometimes we just have to bathe ourselves in the truth. We have to coat ourselves in the truth. We have to speak it. We have to declare it, decree it. We have to live it. We have to think it. We have to immerse ourselves in it because it is so easy to feel like the lies are the truth. And we have to disentangle lies from truth. I think in life, there's a lot of disentangling. There's a lot of unweaving webs. There's a lot of unraveling things that don't serve us or help us to move forward. It's actually, Dr. Caroline Leaf says, our minds are the second most powerful thing in the world. Of course, God is the most powerful, but then if you think about it, your mind is very powerful. It's what determines what you choose to think are the possibilities for your life. Are our mindset determines so much in our life. Our mind can be the difference between peace and anxiety, can be the difference between fear and contentment. It can be the difference between so many different things. And so as you process through what it looks like to start this disentangling process, disentangling your value and your worth from your talent and your abilities, you can begin to think about other things that you need to disentangle. Maybe there's other lies and other aspects to your life that you've been conflating and converging together that really needs separation. You are value and worthy and loved and adored just because you are you. And this isn't some fancy self-love message that's running on empty. No, God created you. He chose you. He chose you to be born in the year you were born in, the generation you were born into, with your personality, and so many other unique things that make you you. And while our environments definitely shape us and play an impact and a role on who we become in the process, who you are at the core level is beyond valuable. So valuable that, that Jesus went to the cross to die for you. So while you are walking out those dreams and goals that you have for your life, I want you to remember when the times come where you get discouraged in the process that your talent and ability isn't what gives you a seat at the table. It's you being you that gives you a seat at the table. So as you think through this conversation, I want you to think back about the core of who you are from a place of being and not just doing. That's all for this week's episode. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. 
Until next time, remember, you have been called forth.